It's in the air to center. Back at the wall. It is gone. What a start. Dexter Fowler, hello in game seven. One nothing Chicago. The numbers against Lester. game welcome to slam city we're in episode 24 jeremy epstein and raymond moore are here to recap it for you those calls you heard earlier courtesy of fox and the world series broadcast ray how do you describe a game like that because that was probably one of the most unbelievable it had everything it had the cubs jumping out early it even had a rain delay yeah it was basically a hundred and combined a hundred and over 170 years of playoff droughts and then, of course, naturally you have the rain delay because no one, wa- God did not want either of those teams to win, it seems like, at that point. But in all seriousness, how amazing was the World Series Game 7? I mean, it was up there. I mean, some of the classic Game 7s in World Series history. You know, you remember the Yankees 2001 when they blew that? You know, Why'd you have to bring that up? I'm just saying. I mean, Why'd you have to bring that up? Uh, it was a classic. I mean, I lo- look, we I know we lost that series, and, and it was heartbreaking for us. We won. It was a classic game. Four, yeah, we won four you look at a couple years, the game um, Royals-Giants, where they could have sent that guy. Yeah, I thought they could have sent that guy, too. But, I still think to this day they should have sent him. But, but we are going to stay. We're going to keep it on point, though. The Cubs come back from a 3-1 deficit. Yeah. Cleveland in the NBA Finals came back from a 3-1 <laughs> deficit. Their MLB team could not hold the 3-1 lead. But we're going to get it. Let's just recap the game right now. We'll get into all the ancillary things like the managers, the questionable decisions, the overuse, potential overuse of the bullpen. What are your just overall impressions of game seven? It was spectacular. Heart attack. uh, Nervous. Even if you're a non-fan, too. Like, every pitch was just like, you know. Was this gonna be a strikeout? Was this gonna be a home run? Was it gonna be like Cubs are gonna win this in style, like easily? You thought they were gonna win it easily. They lead off. They lead off with the home run. Cleveland ties it. Then Chicago keeps pouring it on. Yeah. And then they tie it. Then and then even when they give up the two runs off the wild pitch on the call, we heard. Yeah. And the next inning, David Ross hits a home run. They, Lester gets out of it. He gets them the seven, which we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Why John Lester was in the game? We yeah. still both had a little questions. Yeah, we got to talk a lot about that. Stuff. But I have a lot to say. and then you have Chapman, and he gives up a home run to a guy who has fifty-five career home runs in twelve years, in Rajay Davis. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone saw that coming. I mean, yeah. Well, to be honest, when I was watching it with my dad, I kind of, I was kind of telling him like, this is the type 
of hit a hitter right here where he might hit a home run just well, if to he tie just it up guesses, in one swing. If he guesses fastball, Chapman throws so hard. But honestly, you no one thought. You maybe thought, okay, Davis will get a hit. He'll drive. No one picked. Could have possibly predicted that Davis was going to tie it up. I thought he was going to tie it up. After he hit that home run, though, did you think the Cubs would rally and win? No, I thought I thought this is like the Indians time to to win it <laughs> and, and at home with the crowd going. I th- it's wild. all because of J.R. Smith. They showed him on the jumbotron yeah. and he took his shirt off and they, started rallying. They saw LeBron too. Yeah, LeBron was up. very excited. He's also a Yankee fan too. He's not yeah, an Indians right? fan. He's not going back to the Yankees now next year. Uh, Why? LeBron, He's back you can't to the come back. No, you Unless come you come play for the Knicks, then you could totally come back. Yeah. See, see, what I mean, and fusion, it would have been crazy. LeBron to play for the Knicks, and he could just go to any Yankee game he wants. Yeah. And would, like oh, whatever. The Met A Rod, Met A Rod, man, whatever. Like, because I know those guys probably talk a lot anyway about being the villain in the NBA and all that stuff. Do you like think it. the rain delay helped the uh, the Cubs rather than the Indians? I feel like it quelled the Indians' momentum. You know, interesting to say because you know when the rain delay happened. Jason Haywood held a meeting, you know, for everybody telling who they are and he loves them and everything. That's what I'm saying. Maybe, so like, maybe it kind of did help the Cubs just a little bit. Plus, the, the Indians they brought their same pitcher back out, which he had to do. You had to bring Shaw back out because yeah, no one else. You have no one else. A lot of people are criticizing Terry Francona. Well, I think manager who did it even. It's tough, tough to say he did a great job because he did blow a three-one lead, but Terry Francona managed the hell out of that team. I, I have something to say though about Joe Madden though. Listen, I, I feel like this series itself, I think he almost blew it in so many ways. He blew game and he almost blew game seven. Yeah, but but game six they were though. down from three they were down three one. He uh, game six he moved Schwarber in the lineup. Yeah, but That's game Joe six Madden. he put he put in Chapman in a game where it was seven two. You, you have you, to you, do that. But you couldn't tell me that relievers couldn't find a way to get out of that. 7-2? It's the World Series. But then it was it's nine, not a game in August. But then it was nine two. And at, that, at that he point, should have taken him, him out. out. But he still left him in the game. And then he, he, guy, he was gonna take him out. He didn't have a guy warming up. But which is the thing you should be more if that's your argument that he shouldn't have been in the game in the first place. You should be more. You should be more upset about the fact that if they don't score another run. Chapman's gonna go out for that ninth inning, and he's gonna finish that ninth inning. You should, if anything, you should be more upset about that. Yep. Not that he faced one batter. That but if you, it was seven two, he was gonna face the entire order. But you can't tell me though, with a reliever like Chapman, who's pitched in three days, basically a hundred pitches, it's gonna wear and tear on him right now. Because it, to be, I feel like Joe Madden didn't care about that, and he just put him in it's there. It's the World Series. Yeah, but you overuse him for three days just pitching this guy. He had a day off in between. Yeah, but that's nothing. I mean, he pitched, and then he pitched again, and then he, now he pitched in game seven, and he was well, over, the, overused. The one thing you can say is that you look at the final score at 8-7, all the relief pitchers, all the stars, look even look at Andrew Miller, yeah, they he were was, exhausted. Another person we got to talk about, too, about the Indians on that side. But just staying with the Cubs here, look. Game six, they I feel like they overused Chapman. They're getting into game seven. Let's there are talk, a lot of questionable let, moves. Let's talk about the beginning of the game. You had Kyle Hendricks, who had a phenomenal start to the game. And he only gave up one run because yeah. I think there was an error. Yeah, one run Because like, error. it really wasn't even – he was having an easy time. I think the Indians were could, – they couldn't figure out Hendricks. Yeah, so it was he was pretty much one run. Getting into this game in over five innings, you pretty much making Indian players look like JV players, as A. Rod described in the post. In the, actually, in the post, he game. did a good job. Yeah, A. Rod. Yeah, Pete Rose great. is crazy, but A. Rod is great. <laughs> Pete Rose just says things. You know, they had an interesting conversation. One of the uncensored videos they didn't show on TV, but yeah. it was it was pretty cool when he was talking about Pete Rose about the whole hitting and not getting the slump. That's why he had four thousand hits, and the only person that had that. But going back to 
you know, what Arod said, an interesting comment. He said that the Indian players were looking like a JV team against Hendricks, and then when Joe Man suddenly he just took him out of the game. A really short leash. For no a reason. Really he, short he had leash. two outs, right? He had two outs and he took him out to put John Lester in. And John Lester, who said after the game, was uncomfortable with Joe Madden said in the in the in his pregame press conference he's not going to bring in John Lester in what he describes as a dirty inning, meaning there's a runner on base. And he did bring him. And he enough. did. And then you also, it, the, thankfully the cat the Cubs they carry three catchers on the roster, but when you bring Lester in, you have to bring in David Ross. Yeah, they know each other and Contreras got a, a big hit. He yeah. drove in a run. But the point is that theoretically, right, if they don't carry three catchers and David Ross, you know. He, Gets a concussion, which he almost did after he let that ball bounce off his face. Yeah, like th- who catches for them? I'm an all- but I just just besides that, the fact that what we're analyzing is it should he have brought Lester in in the fifth inning with no. two outs? No, no, absolutely not. But it also comes back to to how Joe Man is because over the past few years, even when he was with Tampa and the other teams, he he's he eccentric. Tends to, he tends to overmanage. He well, I don't know about that. I think he, he did a pretty good job if you look at the series as a whole. Bringing it, playing Kyle Schwarber. That was a gutsy call. That was yeah, a decision he had to make with Theo Epstein. It was, it was. But I'm just saying in terms of his managing style. I mean, Game Seven was a rough game for him. No, it was I a rough it, game for Terry Francona too. If you look at, uh, should he have brought Coop Kluber out for? I think it was the beginning of the fifth or the sixth. For Andrew Miller. No, 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 I think it was the beginning of the fifth. He gave up the home run to Baez, and then he bring, brought in Andrew Miller right away. Did Should he have even brought Kluber out to begin with? No, because I also felt like Terry Francona overused Miller as well. Well, you have both to. Of, both of these managers have overused Miller and Chapman, which is ironic because the Yankees traded to both of these teams heading into the World Series, and now you're questioning if they should sign Chapman and they let go at Miller. It's just like. You know, but look, for them. if they don't look, there's two sides to that Buck Showalter got killed for not using Zach Britton. Yeah, but he did a situation where remember they were on the road, they weren't at home, and he got to close it out. That's why he I know I in. understood why he didn't use him, but he got killed for not using him. And yet so if, we kill player, we kill managers that don't use them. Exactly. But, but, but so when they do use them and they expose themselves to allowing three runs, then it'd be like over over. That's my point. That's why. That's why I don't agree with what you're saying. I think that. If you can't have it both ways, in Game 7, everyone's available. We were saying throughout the game that if it went into extra innings, Jake Arrieta should come in the game. I thought Arrieta and should he, come and in he the pit, eighth inning. Well, the only reason, I wasn't 100% sure about it. And then I saw him warming up in the bullpen. I knew he was out in the bullpen for most of the yeah, game. Yeah. And if he's out there, that means they've had a conversation that he's going to potentially pitch. And if he's out there to potentially pitch, he's much better than any other guy you can run out there. Exactly. Cause he, other than Chapman. Basically, you're pulling a Kershaw with the Dodgers did against the Nationals. Yeah. So give, give Kershaw give one inning just to close it out. Well, how much rest did Kershaw have, though? Yeah, I think only like two days. Though, yeah, Arietta had no day. He pitched the day yeah, before. Yeah, he pitched the day before. But he did say he'll pitch one. And I will give him one inning just to close it him, out or, yeah. or whatever. If, I actually would have pitched him in, in the extra innings. And I thought they would bring Arietta. I, in, I, but I did guess too. not. They bring in some other They brought in um, Williams Jr. and then they brought in Montgomery to yeah. close it out. Yeah, which is weird. But he got the save. He got, he, yeah, they got I mean, him he, out. It whatever. worked. I don't know what. I mean, the, they, the, the real unsung hero here is Miguel Montero. But he the, drove in the winning yeah, run and no one cares. Another catcher. The fact I think the Cubs are the first team in World Series history who have had three catchers drive in runs. <laughs> but also Ben Zorbers who had the clutch hit too. I mean he Yeah, the Mets a, went after him in the offseason. He had a choice between a the Mets true, and the Cubs. True and he, professional hitter. Pro. A true professional hitter. Like you put him in situations, he'll get you out of it of a jam or anything. He's not a home run type of guy, but the ultimate utility guy. Could yeah. Literally play everywhere. Yeah, and the thing is he could 
hit anywhere too because that's what made him dangerous with the Royals too, like against the Mets. Because you could bat him early. He could work the count. He could. He has a little pop. You could bat him in the middle of the order. You could bat him at the bottom of the order to set the table for the top of the order. He could literally hit anywhere. It's a grind out hitter. But you know, going back to the Hendricks decision, that was a bad. Listen, that was a bad. I, I know decision. deep inside. I'm not saying I was a pitcher at that time. But if I were a pitcher and a I'd be so came pissed, out, I'll be a 10.5 angry anger at, at the situation where he just takes me out of the game when I'm in rhythm. When he was in rhythm, too. And only had 62 pitches. Yeah, too. I don't understand the quick hook. It's not like it was a guy like, you know, when they get, like, say it was a guy like Ivan Nova. Yeah. Who struggles sometimes and once it, it snowballs. Yeah. This guy was led the league in ERA. He's a really good pitcher. And yeah. then he closed out game six against the Dodgers. He sent you guys to the World Series. So why would why you do you have such a quick hook? Sixty-two pitches though. You take him and out of the game. And you bring in not a not a reliever, not like a guy like Strope, not a guy like Rondone. You bring in a starter who has openly said, "No, I don't want to come in in an inning in the middle of an inning." But he, and also I think he, he even I said don't after, that. he said after the game too that he was not comfortable being in that situation and he would never wants to be in that situation. I don't blame him because. When he gave up the two it's runs. It's uncharted territory. Yeah, and we all said it, too. When we gave up the two runs, we just saw ourselves, you know, I said it to you before. If they lose this game, it's because Joe Madden took out Hendricks early. Yeah. And they almost lost the game. Because now, lucky that we didn't predict that Ross would hit a home run in the next inning. No, if anything, I said the opposite. I said yeah. I said they sh- Terry Francona should get a little criticism for leaving Kluber in because he gives up that home run to Baez. And so if he puts in Miller, who got the next... Three guys out, I think. And then when Ross hit a home run off yeah, of Miller. But, but the point is, if he puts in Miller, then it, Ross hits a home run, it's 5-3, not 6-3. Yeah, but Francona had no choice, though. He had no bullpen no whatsoever. He had to put Miller in the game. No, I'm saying he should have put Miller in yeah. earlier instead of Kluber. And, but, but he should have taken Kluber Joe out. Joe Maddon, he had no excuse. He had the closers. He had reliever. He didn't have to put in. You know, Joe uh, Maddon, last, that's, that's the that difference. Early. Kluber was struggling. Yeah. His start, Joe Maddon's starter was pitching great. Like, imagine if you go back to the Yankees dynasty. If Joe Girardi took out Andy Pettit in Game Six in two thousand nine, after four and two thirds to bring in Phil Hughes or Java Chamberlain, that's yeah. what basically ha- like that's what happened. Phil Hughes was a, a reliever at the time. Java was a starter that year. Yeah. So theory, I mean, who else was in the Yankees role? Okay, so if he took out Andy Pettit to bring in AJ Burnett. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Like, Joe Girardi would get killed. Yeah, he would. But, but you know, ironic in that series though, they put him, they did put him Rivera in the bases lower jam, and he got out of it. But that's not the nothing. point. But imagine them taking out their starter who has had a great postseason so far, as Kyle Hendricks did. Yeah. And you bring another starter in to relieve him. That's just a slap in the face. These pitchers aren't comfortable being in that situation because they're they're always comfortable as a starting pitcher where there's no one's on base and you do whatever they want. But I don't know. I just don't understand the thought process behind it. Because Joe Madden is subject to program things early in events. I feel like, well, I heard this before that uh, he's a type of manager where he plans things in his head, like let's say breakfast or whatever, and then before he the just game does started. It? Yeah, before the game starts. So he already knew he was going to do this decision beforehand. But he, I feel like he should have been able to do these decisions within the game. Like, he should feel the game. He should more. be more organic and not... Yeah. Okay. And then, I, I'm, I'm probably looking at the hitters and the pitching, coaching staff and all that. They're looking at him like, what is he doing? He's about to blow this game because of all these decisions. And another thing that... that I think that the only thing that was really questionable that game was the Hendricks thing. Other than that, what else would you have had him do differently? Well, for Chapman, I would have not put him in that early. 
I feel like they should have put in you, or Arietta, or they should have put in some other. Uh, no, nah, you put you ride or die with Chapman. Yeah, that was the he's plan. He's pitched over a hundred pitches, and that, his arm is done. He was still his throwing ninety eight. He's still throwing over a hundred. Yeah, he might not throw a hundred ever again, probably. He was throwing a hundred in. Game seven. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen next year. I think it's gonna be in the ninety eight. Well, what I what I was right telling, now. yeah, because it's that's not like that's unhittable either. But yeah. what I was telling you was that, you know, whichever team signs Chapman to a long term contract, when he blows his arm out in spring training because of this work, yeah, they're gonna be really pissed. Yeah, but you gotta also understand from these relievers, like it's almost like when you train. And Aaron had a good example. I don't know if he said it like this, like in this scenario, but. Let's say you you train for a hundred yard dash in track. You're not gonna run a marathon. Like yeah, you you, you, you guys they are these pitchers aren't meant to pitch that many innings. I mean Chapman used to be a starter though. Yeah, but he but he hasn't. St- I I see the point though. One hundred. That's a pitches? great that's a great analogy though because like it's like you're training for a sprint. You're not training for a marathon. Yeah. And when you have that mentality of sprinting out, you're gonna run out of gas. And Chapman yeah. ran out of gas. That's not no, debatable. He was gassed out even before. So did the, Miller. Yeah, we Miller were, was gassed out regardless. I mean, Miller, he knew, but you know, they're not gonna be like those punks where they be like, I can't pitch because I'm gassed out. They wanna pitch because they, you know, they wanna win this game and they wanna do whatever it takes, even if they gotta gut their way through it. And Chapman got so his way the through. So if you're the man, but that's my other point. If you're the manager and you ask the guy, can you pitch? And he says absolutely. If you don't put him in, you're gonna get criticized. If you put him in and he struggles, you're gonna get criticized. There's no win. No, he came. Chapman came out in the ninth inning and shut everybody down. He, One, two, three. He also t- he always put tears in his eyes after the. After no, the but inning. my point is that you said Chapman came in an inning too early. Yeah. And you said he was tired, but then the next inning he shut out One, two, three. He gutted his way through though that one two three. So he gutted. He could have gutted his all way he, through the eight. All he did and you could argue that Addison Russell should have fielded that ground ball. Yeah. And that way Chapman yeah. wouldn't have ever come in the game. That's true. But all he did was throw breaking balls, and Indians didn't even adjust to it. That that's they a did good not point. adjust to it the at Indians should have adjusted just, he just to the throw, slider. He, he had nothing on his fastball. Nothing. All he did was nothing. Throw you throw ninety eight miles an hour. That's not yeah, nothing. That's yeah, still almost yeah, unhittable. Yeah, but he had no faith in it because he knew if he threw a fastball, they're gonna hit it out. So he just knew he breaking did lose ball confidence. after breaking ball, and and you know that, that almost cost him too. That, that so what do you think of it? The over the Indians, their mentality, they're that they never quit. They keep grinding. They keep grinding. They keep grinding. What well, this is a team that you're reckoning with for the next five, ten years probably, depending on how Miller is. But also that Miller's on the contract for one more year, and they might sign to an extension for all we know. Maybe. Because they know they're in a situation right now where they they could probably but uh, but they're overall in the game AL. seven the fact that they kept com- what does that say about that team that they never give up and I think that also you gotta also thank J R Smith I guess and LeBron oh yeah J R came in with so, the shirtless rally yeah and it kind of I guess it helped them out because they started scoring runs now out of nowhere so I mean Cleveland listen if they won. This year, would it suck for Cub fans to see a hundred and nine years? That I, what did I keep saying? I said if the Cubs lose this way, they're never, they're just destined to not win. Maybe they are cursed because the fact that literally everything broke for them. Fowler leads off with a home run. Yeah, they keep padding the lead. They're up five one. Then they give up another run. Does they give up a couple runs? Five three doesn't matter. David Ross hits a home run six three. Then they get to the guy who says they're just gonna shut it down. There he's unhittable. They get to Chapman. Yeah, Chapman gives up a home run, and I can't imagine the feeling that Cubs fans felt when they saw that ball um, leave the yard. No, that just felt like they, they can never win. That's what they. Felt I don't like. know. I I was watching. I was like, no, I can't freaking hit, way. I can't hit that home run though. That they, was yeah, he, he goes up. David he makes great contact. And I told him when he came up again, he just walk him. And then he got he got a base hit to base make it eight seven. 
That's not. It's just walked him. Why so, give, but it, then I, I figured if they did walk him, they would have done a double steal. Then one hit would have tied the game up, and then it would have been back to. It would have been like the Cardinals and Texans a few years ago, where they just tied it up again. And yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking about that because if you remember that game after the Cardinals tied it in the ninth, yeah. Josh Hamilton hit a home run that gave Texas a two-run lead, and then they tied it up. And then again. Feliz blew it again in and the tenth. Feliz hit a home run and won yeah. the game, and then went to game seven. And oh god, so I, I thought, man. So if you say without the rain delay, do you think the Indians win that World Series? I think, yeah, I think with Vaz, I think they win it. Because I felt like... I think, were, yeah, I don't have to agree with you. Cubs were, were like in panic situation, the players, and then they, and then Jason Hayward had that little meeting, and then he talked to him ab- about being calm and, and understanding the situation and everything. It kind of helped them out, and, they, and, they, and then Zobras hit the ball, and then Montero hit the ball, and then they all went through. Would you, if you had that back, when, would you question the decision to intentionally walk, speaking of criticizing managers, to walk Anthony Rizzo to get to Lo- Zobrist? Knowing that Zobrist hits that backdoor cutter really well, and that's you know Shaw's big pitch. I, I think they should have they should have not walked Rizzo. You think time. they should have faced Rizzo? Yeah, they should have faced him straight on. I mean, I felt, I know he was hitting well, but you don't want to face Zobrist in a situation where he's if you known look at Zobrist, people hits. were surprised he was the MVP. But when we were talking about it, I said you know Zob. I think first I thought Chapman, but then Chapman blew it. But I, I said other blood. than that, my next choice was Ben Zobrist. If you look at Zobrist's numbers. He had a great World Series. He yeah. had a high batting average. Yeah. He got a lot of clutch hits, including the one that put them ahead, even though Montero got the game-winning hit. Yeah, yeah so that's why I felt like they should have pitched uh, Rizzo because Zobrist, I think, has been in so many situations where pressure situation, bases loaded, whatever close he, game. He's his, gonna get he has a, a slow heartbeat. He'll get a hit. Yeah, he'll get a hit. Doesn't even have to be a home run. He just get a single or a double or whatever. Or he'll and put he, the ball in play, which yeah, is really important. That's what the Royals were like last year. Like their type of team where they don't hit a lot of home runs, but they're like an assembly line where they grind out hits and they'll hit even the hundred. What happened to them ones. this year? They, they struggle a bit mildly, <laughs> but they did. They did. Are the they are the kryptonite to the Mets though because the Mets yeah. can't pick off people for some reason. It's same. Thing. What do you What do you make of the fact that John Lester can throw ninety five miles an hour and paint corners, but he can't throw to first base? I don't. I don't know. Maybe just pitchers aren't comfortable picking p- people off. How, I don't understand that though. How could he not do that? Some and that's another thing. How do you bring him in in the middle of an inning with a guy on first when you know he can't throw to first base? Like I say, Joe Madden, I mean, he'd make these, these uncomfortable decisions, but it's also like he's been exposed to what he is in this more serious. And Francona, I think it was kind of exposed as well. How is Frank? I think Tito did a great job. How he, How is Francona exposed? He did because I felt like he had no choice to put Miller in, in the game. But how do you, you said he was exposed. How do you feel? How was he exposed? Unquestionable decisions, I felt like. I felt like he, he overmanaged as well. What do you do? I mean, one thing you can say is, though, the fact that in the tenth inning, he I think it was Michael Martinez who yeah. made the last. Yeah, out. I don't understand why he put him in. This is the point. He put him in for defense, and he had no one else left on his bench. So when Martinez came up, who was over three in the playoffs with three strikeouts at the time before he grounded out to Brian, like he, he had no other out. He couldn't. So you're saying maybe I guess he could have saved a couple guys for a pinch hitter, but I feel like he also should have put in Brian Shaw maybe before Miller. Okay. Because then you wouldn't say Miller for a couple of last innings. But that's the problem. Do you want to save him? What happens if you never get a chance to use him? I mean, you overuse him already. Maybe you should give him a little break. That's why I feel like these managers, they just overuse these they, great relievers. They, to the point before they got, you could say they got, they the relievers got um too tired. Yeah. You could say that they've revolutionized the way to use the bullpen in the playoffs. They revolutionized the way baseball will be playing a couple years. No, from now. you can't do that during the regular season. 
th- those pitchers' arms will fall apart. Yeah, but just look Joe Torre used Scott Proctor ninety times in one year, like a high eighty times. When yeah. was the last time you heard Scott Proctor pitching? Yeah, but if you look at it this way, but, how viable is a is a reliever in a postseason? That's why I Big said time. the Yankees shouldn't have blown it up. If they just could have made the playoffs, they would have. But they done had no well. choice. They had no choice. They had nowhere to go. They it might does, as well just get that's my point. If, even if they okay, so but we're gonna talk to the Yankees real quick. Then we're gonna get back to yeah. the championship. But all right. all right, if the Yankees got to the playoffs, which was possible, mm-hmm. even when they made the Chapman trade and the Miller trade, <coughs> excuse me. If you get there, their starters, theoretically, if you're going to pitch Batances 2, Chapman 2, Miller 2, that's six innings right there. All you have to do is your starter go four. Or three. Three or four. Three on a really bad day. Yeah. Four, and you're set. But they, I, like I said, I understand where they came from in trading them. No, I, I understand. To, so to, back, to but back to the, the World future. Series. Yeah. What do you think the narratives of these two teams are? If the Indians win the World Series, what do you think the narrative is for them? Indians win the World Series, the Cleveland is a title town this year. And now that they lost it, this is what I think the difference is. In when the Cavs came back from three one, yeah, to me it felt more like the Warriors kind of blew it. No, but also felt like the NBA screwed them over too. Yeah, with the Draymond Green suspension, it kind of. I feel rhythm. like the war got injured. Yeah, so I feel Kudaga got injured. And but I don't yeah. think you could say that about this three-one comeback. The no. Cubs won this. No, because they were healthy. They weren't like in, in injured or any of that. I think Not only were they healthy, injured. they battled. They battled through that game five where they were losing. Yeah. And then they had that big inning off Trevor Bauer, and they took the lead. And then Chapman came in and shut it down. Game six, Arietta came out, pitched really well. Russell hits that grand slam. And then in Game 7, the Cubs, even though they jump out early, the Indians tied it. The Cubs gained a little bit of a lead. And then Davis ties it. The whole, all hope looks lost, and the Cubs battle back and win it. Yeah. I think the Cubs that, – so that's the difference in the, three, in the 3-1 debate. I think the Cubs won this where you could argue that the Warriors kind of blew that away. And Draymond Green had a funny tweet that said a 3-1 sucks. Well, I'm going to tell you this. The, the, the 3-1 has become the new uh, – uh, I will say worst way you can lose probably any series because now it's like if you're up three one you think you can win it and then you just like oh, this God. is what I said this is what I Here said I've been I said this last year when the Mets were in the World Series too don't if you're up three one don't let them win game five because if you have a good pitching staff like the Cubs had and like the Mets have so we'll go back to the Mets if the Mets win game five you have the Grom in game six which is a potential I love my chances with the Grom and then anything can happen in game seven well, in the guard probably. If, yeah, Syndergaard in Game 7, but the way the Mets rotation was set up last year would have been Harvey, DeGrom, Syndergaard. So if yeah. you look at this year, don't, the Indians don't let the Cubs win Game 5. because Momentum. But you have Arietta in Game 6, yeah, and well. then anything could happen yeah. in Game 7. The Indians lost Game 5, Arietta pitched really well in Game 6, and then anything, literally everything and yeah. anything happened in Game 7. Yeah. Arrows, costly decisions almost. The, what do you think of the, da- the? I think what's really underrated is Almora's base running to tag up on the Brian fly ball in the tenth inning where Almora went from oh, yeah, first to second. Oh yeah, that was underrated. Yeah, that, he 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 did a good base running job. Do you all right? Do you think it's a good base running? Because the other point is he should be halfway in case Davis drops the ball. 
No, because and, I felt yeah, like, I thought it was a great base a, running too. It was a fly ball. I felt like uh, it was either going to be caught or it'll be a home run. And, it, and Ryan was this close to being a legend for a lifetime if he hit that yeah. home run. Seriously, I mean that was like a shot. I thought that was gone too. But yeah, like going back to his war series. Listen, I feel like they oh, they just changed the way baseball is going to be playing now. I feel like you're going to see now relievers getting paid you, more than starting pitchers. I think relievers are going to get paid a lot, but you're not going to see a guy like Andrew Miller pitching the way he pitched and the amount of innings he pitched in the regular season. That's not going to happen. Well, yeah, of course, of course, not going to do that. But I'm saying when he gets to the postseason, you're going to see a lot of these now managers try to put. But a team, but a team that. like say the San Diego Padres. If they want to sign a guy like Andrew Miller, they're not going to pay him to pitch in the postseason. Well, they're going to pay him to get you know to get better during the regular season to try to make the postseason. My point is they're not going to sign him with an eye in the postseason. They're going to sign him with a potential to hopefully make it. You know, the rating star for this game has been the most watched baseball game over 40 but plus I th- that, that's, 25 years ago. But I think that's more of a the fact that it was the Cubs potentially win for the first time in 108 years. Well, I just had two franchises where there's a drought, and they wanted to see who ends the drought, and the Cubs ended it. Now the Indians have the longest drought in baseball. Yeah, that's, that's so ironic. <laughs> now they, now they got to find a way to One thing that. you can say, though, is that baseball is not exciting. You could argue that it could be boring at times, but what was more exciting than Game 7? I mean, it was spectacular. I think that was I, one of the best sporting events ever. I mean, I was excited to see that the Cubs won it because I wanted the Cubs to win it. I picked the Cubs to win it. I, yeah, good, good job on our parts. We both picked the World Series right, I think. Yeah. I mean, you did pick I the Cubs five. in five. I, 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 I don't know if I said seven. I know I said they'd go back to Cleveland. But we both got that right. Good for us. Yeah, because, listen, this Cubs you, team is going to be talented. Yeah. They, no, this, this Cubs dynasty. team is, is – it might be. Might well, be the dynasty of the, the, way the Yankees you, of the 90s. You think Joe Manon's a terrible manager, so – well, listen, if they lose again next season in some fashion because of him, they're going to fire him, probably. No way. Who are you going to hire? Theo Epstein's a legend. Is he your cousin or something? Theo Epstein's a legend. He's your cousin, though? Theo Epstein is a legend. Theo Epstein. You answer my question. I'm not going to answer your question. Why? I'm not going to answer your question. I'm not going to answer your question. Oh, my God. Theo Epstein, he broke the Red Sox curse, and then after the Red Sox collapsed in 2011, they blow that big September lead. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to try to break another curse. And then he breaks the Cubs curse. Yeah. And Theo Epstein's a legend. They should go to the Mets, maybe, and they could break their curse. The Mets don't have a curse. They just haven't won in 30 years. Which is not bad. They should go to the Knicks and help us out. I don't think he's ever been to another franchise, another uh, sport to Who break cares? a curse. What's he going to do? He, it's all it's sabermetrics. He could find a, a comparable metric to help the Knicks out because the Knicks need it. But we're going to stick on baseball for now. So... The fact that you can look at the inning where – what do you think about the inning where Davis catches the shallow fly ball and hesitates a little bit and Brian's able to tag up and score? Not a lot's being made of that play, but what do you make of that? Because I feel like Smart Davis, play. But no, no. But why do you think Davis kind of hesitated? You know, it was, a, it was a tweener fly ball between him and Kogo Chris. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know why he did hesitate. He should have just threw it a second on my because as soon as he caught, I knew he was going to Maybe he didn't think he was going to tag up. Maybe but still, it's stay the back. World Series. You That's have to stay on your feet. Which is why I go back to a few years ago when he should have ran on that because you never know what would have happened yeah, with no, hesitator I, I, or anything. I'm 100%. I agree with you completely. I think they, the the Royals should have sent, uh, who was it, Gordon who was yeah, out there? I think that was the uh, only yeah. way he could score. That, that, if you get thrown out of the plate, you get thrown out of the plate. I mean, plate. and the you're game, not gonna, whatever. Yeah, 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 you're not, whatever. You get hit off him. If you get they couldn't get a hit off him the whole game. They couldn't just send him off. With a easy, maybe with a There score. had to be like three perfect throws to get Gordon at and the plate. And I feel like if they did score, they probably would have won. 
Well, no, they would have tied the game. They it would have been interesting because then I don't think Bumgarner comes out yeah. for the next inning. Yeah, but I think yeah, but but you would have pitched so many innings, though. And then look at him right now. Like, he's not the same pitcher. That's what I'm saying. Like, these pitchers, when they pitch this amount of innings in the postseason especially, it's going to wear you down ne- and going into next year. Oh, no, absolutely. They're going to feel some of these effects. Gar- Chapman's going to feel some of it. It hasn't been the same since that. that no, Madison Bumgarner pitched great the last couple he of did, years. He did, but his fastball, his velocity is not the same as it was a few years he ago. He was never a guy who threw 99. He threw like 94, 95. But, but in that word, seriously, they really did tear on him. He's not throwing the same as he was before. Yeah, ask the Mets, have, ask the Mets about that. Yeah, he dominated the Mets. But that's in the why wild card Chapman, game. his fastball might not be the same. Okay, he throws. He throws. He's been clocked at 105. He'll still throw 101. Maybe by throws 99 or something, for all we know. Nah, Chapman's still going to throw 100. But oh. you could, you 100% could tell that he was exhausted because in the ninth inning, not only did he throw mostly breaking balls, his fastball only got to about 98. Yeah, and, and they didn't adjust to that innings. I don't know why, even though he was overused. Yeah, the Indians, all they saw were breaking balls. They had You had to adjust. They had to make some kind of adjustment. But, you know, I just, I don't know. I mean, I want the Cubs to win. I feel like I wish Madden lost just so people would just crucify him in, in Chicago for People are crucified. Madden's getting, he's getting his fair share of criticism. But, it, but he's a legend now because they won. Well, they're going to forget about it. Yeah, they're going to forget about it. But now, now that they won. So, if okay, so how we said earlier, what were your perception? What's the narrative of the Indians if they won? What would the narrative be if, for the Cubs if they lost? Joe Madden blows it? Oh, he's fired. Oh, he's not gonna. Fu- they're, they're not gonna, gonna fire, him. fire him because, he, first of all, you blowing so many decisions in Game Seven. You think they're gonna fire they him? Yeah, he had a rough game. Are you kidding I, me? Well, I, I'm gonna I'm, fire him on the spot. I'm like, gonna defend done. Joe Madden no. through Joe through Game Six. Game no, Seven, no, no. Joe game Madden. Six, I wasn't defending no, his Game Six. I'm either. saying no. I think he did fine in Game Six. No, no. Chapman going in that you early. Have to put took Chapman him out. in after, after the two run shoot took him out then. He didn't have anybody warming up. That's on him, though. Yeah, that's exactly. That's his fault. But people are saying he shouldn't have bought Chapman at all. You had to bring in Chapman. He destroyed Chapman's career. That's not true. You don't know that. You haven't seen Chapman pitch again. He might. It might destroy him until next year. No, you don't know that. I I really believe he destroyed his career, though. That's just me. I don't know. He hasn't pitched again. You don't know that. Yeah, but I got told you I'm right. not of any right. on a pitcher who hasn't in, been accustomed to that. It's in, gonna get destroyed if, when we're still doing this show and during baseball season next uh, year. Hopefully, we still do the show. <laughs> <laughs> but if Chapman struggles or if he blows his arm out, then I'll agree with you. But until then, I'm not gonna agree with you. But you gotta understand. Remember when I got said? Remember when Gar- Madison Borgner did the same thing? Okay, there's the two sides to that coin. In a few years ago, the Washington Nationals odds-on favorite to win the World Series. Davey Johnson and the team ownership GM, they make the decision to not use Steven Strasburg. Yeah, and then what happened there? They lost. That's my point. It doesn't matter. You think that Steven Strasburg wouldn't give his right arm to win a World Series ring? You don't think Steven Strasburg wanted to pitch? My point is these things are fleeting. It's not like the NBA. You don't see LeBron who gets the final six straight years. You don't see the same team get to the World Series every year. No, I said the Yankees. Or the Royals, who got two years in a row. But my point is, these things don't happen often. If you have a chance, you have to go for it. So you have to use your best players. And Chapman is their best reliever. You have to use him as often as possible. Yeah, but that was just too much. Mariano Rivera in the postseason. He had a ton of um, two-out plus saves. or I mean, two-inning plus saves. In Game 7 against the Red Sox in 2003... Mariano kept Joe Torre kept trotting Mariano out. I think Mariano pitched two or three innings, and Joe Torre was going to take him out if Aaron Boone didn't hit at that home run. 
Brian Rivera was fighting it. He was. You know why? Because he un- he would rather win than care about the future of his career. And that was in 2003. Mariano Rivera wasn't a 10-year veteran. He wasn't, but I, I but just... My, but that's the point. You have to capitalize on these opportunities. But don't destroy their careers because of you one more series. You can't say Chapman's career is destroyed yet. Well, he was hurting a little bit after the after he, he came out. He was off. tired. He, was he wasn't like hurting. This with his shoulder. You uh, guys can't see it, but he was especially touching his shoulder. He was just like rubbing it because it, it, it so hurts. How, so do you think Terry Francona destroyed Andrew Miller's career as well? Uh, well, the thing is, Andrew already had elbow problems before, so I don't even know how he's going uh, to affect them going into the next season. That's interesting, too. I need to see how Andrew Miller's going to be because he had, did have elbow surgery, so I, I don't know how, how effective he'll be. But he's kind of hurt, too, and he, he kind of knew going into it that, you know, he was probably going to pitch a lot of innings anyway. Yeah. And Frank so, probably told him about that. And I that, think that if you're asking to do that again, I think both pitchers, Chapman and Miller, would say, hell yeah, throw me in the game. Oh, yeah, of course, you're, that's the player mentality. I mean, I mean, if you were, if you were me were facing each other, of course, believers, well, of course I'd we would say that. Yeah, of course possible. we want to pitch, even though it hurts, but we got we to gotta go through it because we want to win this game for the team and everything. But, you know... I just felt like there's so many questionable decisions from both managers, and and at the end of the day, Cubs won it, and Indians now gotta find a way to get back to Washington and try to win it on, on on their home turf. Hopefully, I feel bad for Terry Francona. Part hey, of he's probably the coolest manager, to, though. You gotta admit that, right? No, I I yeah. think he's a great manager. Yeah. Part of me wanted him to win, and this is why he gets screwed by Boston. Yeah. After he gets fired, they play they plan all those stories mm-hmm. about how he was addicted to pain pills, how he was going through a divorce, he was living in a hotel. They played all those nasty stories. First round, Terry Francona sweeps Boston. And he clinches the series at Fenway. Next, they get to the World Series. Terry Francona facing Theo Epstein, Boston general manager. There may not have been a feud, but Theo Epstein definitely didn't have Terry Francona's back as much as he should have. It would have been great to see Terry Francona get some nice revenge on Theo. Yeah. So com- kind of complete that redemption tour. But... Huh? It was meant to. It wasn't meant to be. The Cubs break a hundred eight year curse, and now they're having a parade in Chicago today. So speaking of the odds, though, you know the Cubs are are gonna be favorites again to repeat as champs next year. Do you think, do you think this year. is the start of a dynasty? I think it is. You know, I think that you look at this 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 core, this young core of, of players, especially they're from the hitting lineup, and if they have a solid pitching rotation, I think they're gonna be a dynasty for the next five, ten years. I think they're gonna win multiple championships. You think multiple championships? Yeah, I think they're gonna be that type I of team with, to win it. Like it's almost like with the Warriors. Who do the you young think core, could beat thing. them in the National League? I personally if, believe if if the Mets are healthy, they that's can beat what them. I was gonna say the same thing too. But if the Mets are healthy, Nationals maybe only because I don't trust the only because they're hitting, but I don't think their pitching is gonna nah, as yeah, much as the Mets. Them. The pitching's a mess. Yeah, but, but the if Mets the Mets, are, if they don't re-sign Cespedes, and they don't... The Dodgers, you got to watch out, though. Look, I know they, the go, Dodgers they won six get, games. They, they get six there games, every yeah. year. If you look at the Dodgers, they've had a remarkable um, Kershaw, run of consistency. Yeah, Kershaw run through his demons already. I felt like... If they kept Granky, I'd say the the Dodgers yeah. have a really good chance. But I think they're going to have a good chance. They're probably going to make a lot of moves in the offseason just to improve that pitching rotation and also hitting lineup, even though they have Adrian Gonzalez and yeah. they have uh, other hitters on the team. But... Yeah, the I Mets the, need to improve their hitting. Mets are healthy. I think that the course of the Kryptonites of the Cubs because yeah, no, they, they, I love the Mets rotation. They got power pitchers yeah. and they know they can strike them out because they just like to hit home runs. But maybe Cubs are more patient now. Maybe they figure out how to beat the Mets now. 
We'll, we'll figure but that I think out. it's fair to say the Cubs are definitely the favorites. Yeah, the four about, one, four one you, favorites. All right, well, you have the list yeah. in front of you. So four. what are the favorites so far? The Cubs. Cubs are four one. I wrote this post too yesterday night, but Cubs are four one. On Dunk three sixty dot com. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, Boston Red Sox ten to one. Cleveland twelve that to Boston's one. Boston's too high. I know. I don't know why that's too high. Nationals are twelve to Wait, one. Cleveland's behind Boston. Yeah. What sense does that make? I don't know. Dodgers are fourteen and one. Houston Astros fifteen and one. The Mets the Yankees are, are like twenty five to one. Right? No, they're forty one. Oh, damn. Uh, Mets are fifteen to one. Texas Rangers eighteen to one. Detroit twenty and one. Giants twenty five and one. It's still early though. Tex- Texas surprised me because I thought I said it even though I picked the Indians to get to the World Series. I thought Texas, if they could get their act together, had a real chance. You look at Texas's rotation. Yeah. They got a great rotation. They got a great lineup. But it's still early though. They can all change if they make offseason moves as they always do in Vegas. But yeah. uh Cardinals twenty five to one uh, Cardinals didn't even make the playoffs. They're Blue Jays thirty one. How are the Blue Jays? Oh, because they're anticipating. Donaldson them. might be traded. No, no, Donaldson's Don- gonna be gone. Encarnacion might is be gone too. No, so I was gonna say the Blue Jays are low because they're anticipating a mass exodus. Yeah, I th- Donaldson has one year left on his contract. I would be surprised. I would be surprised to try to find a way to no, trade you him. Can't trade him. I would find. Yeah, if no, if you're not gonna pay Bautista and Encarnacion, you pay they need Donaldson. to rebuild. They need to rebuild. I think they, they had to get pieces for Donaldson. Well, they got. They can rebuild around Strowman. So whiskey, and, that contract's big. So I don't think they're gonna trade him at all. But they got the Orioles forty one. Oh yeah, Kansas City Royals thirty five and one. Uh, uh, Pirates forty one. Yankees forty one. Uh, no, we can stop at forty to one. Yeah, because the Angels are 350 to one to win the Angels. World Series, which and is a shame because the Angels are wasting Mike Trout's good years. They, they gotta trade him away, man. Trade him for pieces. They, they Albert Pujols contract. They gotta trade. Awful. They gotta trade Trout to pieces. Trade him to the Yankees. You know, trade for I'd pieces. I'd love him to come to the Yankees. Listen, if he, he's a Yankee, the Yankees have a surplus of outfielders. Yeah, so. also you also understand that he's also from New Jersey native, yeah. so it would have been happy. And then you get Bryce Harper in 2019. Then bingo, we're back there. Super team all over again. Then we uh, get. Matt Beautiful. Harvey in a few years, and then we good to go. Yeah, who needs Matt Harvey? Okay, we'll three years, and then we we win a super Matt team. Matt Harvey's arm is destroyed. Yeah, he is destroyed, but he's a Yankee fan. He'll do whatever yeah, it takes to win. But that'd be great. Super team, right? They're the most yeah. hated team in the league. The for Chicago sure. Cubs are World Series champions. How weird is that to say? It gives us hope as fans, though. It's for like our any, other sports. What did Kevin Garnett say? What did Kevin Garnett say? Anything is possible. Literally, any like the 108 years. Yeah, I, I just, it gives us hope, though, as sports fans, for our teams that are struggling, the, like the Jets like and the, the Cubs Knicks. could finally, yeah. like, with the Red Sox finally forgave Bill Buckner when they beat, then they won in 04. The Cubs can finally say, you know what, Steve Bartman, it's okay. Like when the Spurs lost in. To the Miami Heat after they blew Game Six. The, what back. what was one of the first things Tim Duncan said in the post game interview in the next year when they won the finals? This makes last year okay. There's not that. I mean, it doesn't. But he also said after the OKC when they beat him that they've been looking forward to that matchup. Yeah, they, no, they, like, point, they made it personal. Point, they made it personal. Exactly. But series. my point was that the gaping hole that is there when you blow something and yeah. when you, what the Warriors are definitely feeling right now. It doesn't get filled completely, but there's a sense of relief that even though I didn't win, I'm not going to go ringless, or I'm not going to never get back there and be able I to mean, win again. Warriors have and a champion. I wish no, but my point champion, is though. the Cubs have had so many of those moments, and, and this isn't going to get rid of that feeling of all the suffering that they've gone, but this is going to definitely alleviate 98%. You'll still have the few fans that should have said, man, we could have done this 13 years ago in 2003. Yeah, well, they, they they did it, and that's what I say. It gives us hope for fans that they haven't seen their 
team win a title like the what Knicks do you make of Jets for us in New York? But, yeah, well, the know. Jets, oh, the Knicks. See, Theo, if, Theo, if, come to one of us. If you had to bet between the Jets and Knicks, we win Knicks. the title, which one, which one you bet? Knicks. Even though the Jets could get squeezed into the wild Tom Brady's card. gonna play for another ten years. No, the he's Knicks. gonna play for two more years. I'm telling no, you, right he's gonna play for another he might get traded for all we know. Which That's he said, ridiculous. He, he said anybody could be traded on the Patriots. So That's ridiculous. Well, the Patriots traded a guy Jamie Collins, and one of the he's things they said is doesn't matter. You could you could trade him right now for all. No, they're gonna trade. They're trading Tom Brady. He's gonna win MVP after sitting out for four weeks. Nah, I think Matt Ryan's gonna win MVP. Tom Brady's. Matt Ryan's having a great year. Are you kidding me? The Atlanta Falcons are good. That offense is crazy. The defense stinks. The defense is awful. It's a young defense. So they blitzed Tampa last night. They figured out that young defense with Matt Ryan. They're telling they're a Super Bowl contender. But back to the World Series. Yeah. You look at the whole arc of the season. The Cubs who were usually the lovable losers, they were the front runners from the beginning, and they kind of, they pulled it off. They never really, they were favored from the beginning, and they never wavered. They won the most games. They won over 100 games. And then when they face adversity in the World Series, they're able to come back. What does that say? You could say about Joe Madden's questionable game, in-game decisions, but what does that say about how Joe Madden gets the team motivated? That they find they face the biggest adversity, facing elimination three yeah. games in a row, and still able to win. It just tells them that they're learning how to win through adversity. It also tells them that you know they they knew when they put on that uniform the the years that the Cubs didn't win anything. And you, then this is what this what free. this what why it felt different because in the after they lose to the Mets in the off season you have pe- people never wanted to go to Chicago. People yeah. f- were fearful of that pressure. But then you have like a guy like Dexter Fowler who yeah. was going to sign a three-year deal with Baltimore. And he's like, you know what? No, I want to make history with Chicago. Jason Hayward, they signed him to an awful contract. But he says, I want to make history with Chicago. Ben Zobris, I want to make history with Chicago. But let's say they got him the year before. Yeah. My point is people wanted to come to Chicago. And they wanted to break it. Break the curse. And I think that's different than how it's been in well, the past. Well, also when Joe Madden managed this team, like when he first – Came, like you said, I'm gonna take this job and manage this team and make them comfortable and and make them win. So Joe Madden's a good manager. You can't say he's, he's not a, a good manager. He's the type of manager who, who go through a regular season, but when it comes to postseason decisions, it's kind of questionable that he almost cost him the World Series. I will say that he made questionable decisions, but he absolutely did not cost them the World Series. He moving Schwarber in the lineup, put, putting Chapman in in Game Five to pitch those. They get that large save. Yeah. What was it like eight or nine outs? Yeah. That saved them. It did. He did, but I'm not gonna argue with you. He did have a lot of questionable decisions. He just in game got lucky because if, if they lost that, oh my no, god! No, if they lost that, he's off. Oh he's off. God. He's off the city. I don't think he's, uh, he's not coming back. It'd be they, tough. They might as well just burn his house down and everything. <laughs> That's what they're gonna do probably. But yeah, they was not gonna yeah. come back. That was oh man, what a game though. Yeah, what a game indeed. So we got a little bit of time here. Of course, we talked a lot of baseball. Talked all baseball. <coughs> and it, all oh, deservedly baseball. so. All that baseball, game was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, it was. And we had a lefty conversation about it, as we should, because it was an unbelievable game that we'll all be remembering for a long time. Was it? Do you think it was one of the best games, not just in baseball, but in all of Game 7s? Where would you rank this game? Uh, you know, it's funny. I have to say this is probably top five, maybe. Okay. Of all sports? Of all sports? It's tough to think. 
That's that's hard. It's to tough. Tell. Yeah, that's hard to tell. Of all, of baseball and basketball. I, like Tim Kirchner said, or something like this was the biggest night in the history of baseball. Well, because the Cubs won it. No, no, he said that before the game even started. He said this is the biggest night in baseball history. Well, the tickets were also, you know, they're high. Oh, what do you so, What do you think about the fact that the, so many Cubs fans were in Cleveland? Uh, I mean, there's passion. They love their they love their uh, team, so they went all the way to Cleveland to support them. And then, well, as soon as they won. You saw a lot of arrests and a lot of robberies yeah, in Chicago because yeah. they're excited for that. They had the parade Party today. like it's 1908. No work, no nothing. There was no work the whole week. Probably oh, no. The people in Chicago, they're not going to work for the next two weeks. Yeah. They gave them the whole two weeks. Yeah. They'd be like, you know what, guys? They won the World Series. Go to the parade. We'll see you in a month. I saw the Knicks do the same thing. Now we could be off for like a week. Oh, oh I would go to that parade and everything. Me oh, too. God. Me too. I mean, the Knicks are never going to win, though. If they do, they're going to give Porzingis a statue or, or Melo. They're not giving Carmelo a statue. They're not giving Carmelo a statue. If I give Porzingis a statue. Tell me, Porzingis is like Tim Duncan. Give Carmelo a statue of, of him chucking up a contested three. <laughs> are you going to be shooting like that yeah. in the air? Like, no, 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 he's going to be shooting in the air. There's going to be five defenders around him. <laughs> oh, and yeah. then you're going to have Porzingis in the corner with his <laughs> hands up. Like, I'm open, I'm open. <laughs> he does over LeBron. How about that? He does a statue over LeBron. Oh, that would be like great. That. Oh, be well, you've said the Knicks are going to win the NBA championship this year. It's still early, man. Okay? They're 1-4. No, they're 1-3. They're 1-3. They're 1-4. They're don't say today they're going to lose today. They, oh, please, they'll, I hope not. They'll I, I, find a way to win in What do you think that Derrick Rose coming back to Chicago? I'm hoping Derrick Rose is like 40 points today. I just hope he's not makes it personal where he just takes every shot. I hope he takes every shot. That's because that's the Knicks offense. Carmelo takes 20 shots. He makes eight of them. Car- <laughs> Derrick Rose will 40%. take 20 shots. He'll ma- no, he he makes eight of them. So I was like, no, yeah, okay. twenty, that's forty. Yeah, I thought you said twenty. <laughs> no, 40. See, he'll make forty percent, and he'll give up forty points on defense. Derrick Rose can't go. Oh man. Well, we'll talk about basketball later on, but today is yeah. all today baseball. Today is all baseball, deservedly so. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna end the show here because there's a lengthy baseball conversation. And everybody should enjoy. This game seven. It was the most unbelievable yeah, exactly. game. Enjoy this week about it. So subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Follow the Slam City Facebook page and Twitter account at Slam City underscore 360. Follow the hosts at Morinus10. At Jeremy EPS. And the big Dunk 360 website at the Dunk 360 because it can all be one. You already know. And we'll be back in two weeks. We won't be here next week. We'll talk some more sports on Slam City.